0: beards fight talk with craig chris and austin where you find out your favorite mma fighters ice cream and everything else you really want to know because no one else asks the questions that we do so sit back relax and enjoy
1: Welcome to the Three Beards Podcast. We've got with us return guest. We had to get him back on because we did not do him justice last time. Hear <laughs> him, or us at the same time. So that was not cool. So welcome back, LJ. How are you, sir?
2: What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great right now. Good. Thank you for having What's me
1: on. Doing? I just – off the top of my head, I was trying to remember where we left off, and I was just like, I can't. So we're going to start from the beginning. It, for me, basically – how when we first, when I first started looking into you, you know, you were in the corner for Mickey Gall at the UFC thing. And that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you, too. What was that like being a corner with no fans?
2: No fans. Yeah. Uh, no fans. It's funny. You know, a lot of people ask that. They're like they always ask, um, what's it like with no fans there? But. It's almost like it's more normal having no fans there. Because that's what we do every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. We train every day with no fans. So it's almost more um, strange having fans there. You know, that's one of the things we have to prepare for mentally. We're like, oh, well, it's gonna change. We have fans there usually, you know, and uh, that's usually the difference. But with no fans, you know, it's kind of the same as training, you know, it's kind of cool.
1: And that's that's kind of what I was getting at. It's just it's like it had it had to be cool to where now this is a live fight, this is for the record. And my guy can hear me. He can hear me clearly. He's hearing everything I say. You know, I'd say do this, do this, and he can actually look over and like I'm trying. You know. <laughs> the
2: yeah. There, there were some cool advantages and you know disadvantages to uh, having to know a no crowd. You know, but uh, it was definitely very cool. It was a cool experience.
1: That's that's that was one of the things too. It's just you know you being a fighter yourself and that. What do you yourself find as more of a stressful situation, being in the cage or being outside when there's nothing you can do about it other than just like please God get out of that hold?
2: Um, they're different, you know. Um, when you're fighting, you're more nervous the night before and then the lead up to the fight. But then once you're in there, you know you're just doing what you do all the time. But uh, in the, when you're cornering your friend, it's the opposite. You know, you're not very nervous leading up to it the night before or anything. But then when he's actually in there, you're really nervous and you can't do anything
3: about it. You know what I mean? You can't control what's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. They're yeah. different. You know? I'm, I mean, I think that's very awesome to be on both sides of the action. I mean, yeah. you have some corner men who's never been on in the cage. So they tell you, oh, I think you can handle it. You're, he's not beating you. Go, he's Go ahead and put down some work. You, like what are you looking at here? He's giving me some good shots here, but as you being a corner man who's been in the cage, you're like, dude, he gave you a good shot there. You can't take too many or more of those. And and you and you're you, the guy your corner, and he's like, you're pretty, you're right. I mean, he he put down some groundwork. So I think it's I think it works pretty well when you've already been in the corner and you've been in the cage. I mean, I, I can listen to you a little bit more. Like you've got it. I'm looking at it. You're giving him shots. You're backing him up. Hey, you know, just keep putting the work in but you've never been in that situation. I'm like, oh, well, you know, he's just telling me that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you fall, you just have a uh,
2: just an overall better understanding of what's going on in there. You know what I mean? Even the coaches who know their techniques and know this, but if they haven't been in there, you know, they're they're lacking knowledge that other guys who have been in there would have, you know.
1: And, and I just remembered where we left off. I was just thinking, I was like, I got it. Because you, you couldn't hear it. And what I was asking you is, in one in one of your interviews you said to the guy interviewing don't blink for my next fight because it's gonna be over <laughs> what little did you know you were being prophetic it wasn't that fight it was the following fight when you just took that guy out i mean it literally was it's like i looked i was watching the video i looked away and all of a sudden he's on. It, it's over i'm like oh see he it's said, every, fight. It every single fight, is next a
0: fight yeah <laughs> I got it. Was,
1: it was that one. I mean, it was just, it was so quick. And I was like, see, man, he knew he just, he was just one match off. And it literally was, don't blame, And man, it was done.
2: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
1: Why? Yeah. You know, you see, we, we talked to a lot of fighters
0: and they have a lot of fights under their belt. Why does it take, you only get like one fight a year, it looks like. Why is
2: that? You know, it's, it's hard finding fights. You know, I have had a fight, I was supposed to have a fight and uh, it got canceled because of COVID. You know what I mean? Um, so that, that was a bummer, and it's still you know the fights aren't really getting going right now. But it's been tough to find fights, you know, it's been tough to find matchups. You know, I'm a guy with a name who, um, you know, I'm I'm better skilled than the, the place where I'm fighting right now, so not too many guys want to take that fight. There's other fights that would make me smarter for my opponents, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but on the bright side, I'm still young, you know, so I'm taking oh, yeah. my time, yeah. uh, you know, I'm on the right track, and it's only bound to happen, you know, yeah. So,
3: you, you know what I realized? Everything about this MMA world, UFC, everything, BKC, everything is about what makes sense. I mean, I don't know if I could be. I think I could be a really good promoter. If it, I mean, it don't have to make sense for me. If I can sell tickets off the card, I don't <laughs> care if you're fourteen and you're fourteen and zero, and there's opponent opponents that seven and seven and fourteen wants to fight you, and he says he got it, and he can sell out a venue or he can make a pay per view happen. I mean it wouldn't make sense for you to take that fight but i mean it seems like some opponents somebody that some people that come up after you could technically be better than you but since you've already got so much groundwork under your under your belt you wouldn't want to take that fight but i mean if it sells tickets and the bag is right and the money's right why not? I mean, if he beats me, he beats me. But I know a lot of fighters kinda shy away from that. Like, hey, I'm not gonna take that guy. He's he's nine and one, but I've got way more belt I've got way more fights under my belt. Why it doesn't make sense for me to fight him. But it's giving people what they wanna see. This guy's talking a lot of trash. You say I can do him in. Why not take it? What is that? We've never really asked any fighters that. Why is that? I mean, because I've been putting together calculations and saying, like, this guy won't fight this guy. Why not? Yeah,
2: I'm not not sure. You know, maybe it's ego or, um, you know, I don't know. I guess it depends on the individuals, but, you know, I'm not quite sure. You know, I think um, the best guys should fight the best guys regardless of record of, you know, anything. The best guys should fight the best guys. You know, that's my belief you've got a,
1: you've definitely got a good friend there, man. And Mickey, he is your, he is a hype man for you. I mean, i there's several locations I've seen where he's said, you are the number one prospect, you know, look out for this guy. Uh, and that was, that was pretty cool to see, you know, that he's, you know, he's, he's out supporting you. Cause that's one of the things also kind of like what Chris is kind of talking about too, is where we've asked this, why are fighters so reluctant to help out other fighters?
2: You know, I don't know. I guess they're surrounding themselves with the wrong people. You know, all the fighters I surround myself with um, want what's best for me and I want what's best for them. So, um, you know, I can't speak for them, but um, that's not the case in my, you know, I everyone oh, I surround myself with, oh, I, I believe, has the, my best interest in hand. And uh, I know for a lot of them do. And uh, I have theirs and uh, their best interest in hand as well. And and that
1: was kind of, and that was kind of it because we've, we talked to, um, we just had one of our friends from another show on and David Potter, and we kind of posed that to him as well. It's like, it only seems that if you talk up your opponent, it's only going to make your fight that much more of an excitement for guys like us to watch this fight, because now we're seeing this stuff popping up everywhere. LJ is saying, this guy is going to be super tough. This is going to be one of the best fights I've ever fought. I cannot wait to get this saying this is going to be one of the most epic fights we are, you were ever going to see. But we don't see that. We'd see guys just, they go quiet, and they're like, you know, somebody talks trash, and like, yeah, we'll see you in the cage. That's all you see. And I'm like, why not promote this and get more butts in the seats, get more people watching TV?
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, there's definitely two kind of ways to look at it. You know, you have the Conor McGregor way where, you, you know, you talk all this shit, you promote yourself, you, you know, you hype up the fight. And then there's kind of the way like other people look at it as like the Druid St. Pierre way. You know, he says, I'll do my talking in the octagon. And um, it depends on the individual. You know, I re- it depends on some individuals just aren't cut out for talking crap. Some <laughs> individuals are, um, you know, just not cut out for keeping their mouth shut, you know, so. I think you got to find kind of what works for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, you know, because
1: we've got, you know, as promoters go, and that's where I was saying, like with Chris, you know, as a promoter, you know, you want to do this thing. And I can only see that as a positive where the more talk and buzz you get about you and your opponent going, the more likelihood somebody like Titan, Bellator, UFC is going to be like, okay, put them on the card.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The promoters are definitely looking for those guys who are talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to sell more tickets. That's the bottom line, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, when you got 5,700 likes on your posts on Instagram, that's going to take a lot more notice for somebody like, all right, see, this is starting to, there's, there's something to this. than as opposed to, you know, two or three people were like, oh yeah, man, I love your post. You know, it's, mm-hmm. that's when, one of those things where I want to bring that up and that was so good. Yeah. That that's kind of, that was kind of the answer I was hoping for It's just, because we always been trying to do this. And and then Debbie, she's always asking the questions. It's like, you know, I always phrase it kind of my way. When did you decide that you wanted to punch dudes in the face? Or
2: <laughs> Me? When did I decide that? Yeah. When, when? What made you that first time when you're like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I can do this. I remember I was watching the ultimate fighter season five, I believe it was. And, you know, Right when I saw it, I was like, "Man, I gotta do this. This, is, this is this is what I'm about." You know, I'm like, "This is what I have to do." And you know, I signed up for jiu-jitsu. I, you know, I was I was wrestled before that, and I uh, did a little judo before that as well. And um, I, I signed up for jiu-jitsu, and then I just it just snowballed from there. You know, I did jiu-jitsu, then I wanted to learn box, and then I wanted to learn kickboxing. and and it just kept going and go. I just wanted to get you know the best I could be. You know, I just wanted to get better and better, and I just kept going, kept training, being consistent, and you know. You know, a couple, a decade later, you know, you see where, you know, in a completely different career and all that, you know? So,
1: what made you um, decide to go with Renzo Gracie? I mean, I have all the gyms. What was it about that one specifically that pulled you in and said, you know, I like these guys?
2: So, I train um, all over the place. My main place is uh, Gracie, New Jersey, with um, David Adiv. He's a black belt mm-hmm. under Hoyler under Gracie, who is uh, Hoist Gracie's brother. Um, and he's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal genius. And uh, then, yeah, I'll go to uh, Henzo's and I'll, I'll travel there to the city. Okay, um, and then uh, also with the Miller brothers, Jim Miller, Dan Miller, I go train with those guys and um, hopping around New Jersey, New York a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, again, Just getting the best training I could get, you know. Yeah. What for.
1: So what what is looking like your next time that you're going to get a chance to step in that?
2: It's hard to tell Maverick. with the COVID stuff, you know. It's it's a shame, you know. It's um, I had a fight and it fell through because of the COVID, and um, I don't know. I'm hoping, you know, if I can't do it during COVID, hopefully, right, re- I should be able to. Maybe I have to go down to Florida or Vegas, you know, a state that's more opened. Um, okay. but in New Jersey, it's kind of locked down pretty good over here. Um, so we'll see.
0: No, you're you still know- with Maverick,
1: right?
2: Uh, yes. Okay.
0: What's it going to take? You know, there was a promo video from Mickey saying he, he's a future UFC champion. That was three years ago. You've had two, three fights since then. What is? What would it take for you to get to UFC? I
2: yeah, mean, sure. your, your I stats sure. are we're, amazing. We're two more fights. That's it. You know, if oh, I okay. want two more fights, I'm going to get picked up. You know, and that's only a matter of time. You yeah. know, they're not, you know, it's not going to be um, too much longer or uh, don't worry. I'm going to be in there soon, very soon. You know. Well,
0: Give uh, six fights. One of them's unanimous and one went to round three. The rest of them are under a minute or two minutes in round one. I mean, that's show for UFC. And it's like, eh, we'll wait a little bit longer. What are yeah, you waiting
2: yeah. for? I need, need to, <laughs> I need to get a few more fights under my belt. But once I do <laughs> that, you know, I think they're going to love me. I think they're going to love my style. I think I bring an exciting, uh, exciting fight style. And um, I think I'm good for the public. You know, I think I'm a smart, intelligent person who can explain to people who, um, you know, explain, get more, bring a different side of the crowd to fighting, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. And then, yeah, that was like I said. It looks like, you know, you're a, you're definitely, you know, looking for the choke, the choke out <laughs> You've had a lot of those. So you're looking for the reason to, you know, make sure that they, they stay down.
2: Yeah. I, I love it all. You know, I'll take the knockout yeah. quick, you know? Yeah. That's,
1: yeah. Cause you had, was it Mike Taylor that was, you won through strikes
2: yeah, I, I think that
1: was. I think if I remember, I, I want to say that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, whereas Taylor's, so yeah, Collins was the one that it went with the distance. That was the one where you said, don't blink. And then it was the next one. Yeah, it's like 20, 28 seconds. And they're just like, pop, it's over. It's like, there we go.
0: Dude, I'm going to find this video. And I'm going to dig deeper. The one you, when you fought Brandon King, you, yeah. you choked him in 16 seconds yeah. in the first round. How does that
2: even happen? You know, I don't know. Um, you know, weird things happen sometimes you know, but um, I remember I hit him with a hard, hard right cross to the jaw, you know, and he kind of like dropped, you know, oh, almost like he was like unconscious, but he was still kind of with it. And uh, somehow I think he like had like a panic shot, you know, like he just like kind of shot in a little recklessly. And um, I kind of wrapped it up from there, you know, I just clipped him early, you know. Wow, <laughs> but and- I'll take it every day, you know, I'll take a finish like that anytime. We'll,
1: kind of, we'll rehash a- over this one too, just you know, with how bad the audio was on the last one, you know, with the breaking up. So explain to everybody, because we had asked you, we'd never seen retirement before. Oh, yeah, the First yeah. fight, and now that we can hear you pretty clearly. Why don't you explain to everybody again? Like, how did they come to the determination of retirement? Because was- yeah, I remember
2: you asked me this. This is when we were just breaking up. We we're having a terrible time, but um yeah. Um, so I don't know how they gave it that name. But anyway, what happened was, you know, I I was beating him up in the first round and then it's when a fighter doesn't want to come out to the, they go to the stool, you know, the first round ends, they go to the stool, but then they don't want to come out for the second round. You know what I mean? So, I guess they call that retirement. You know, I don't know why they call it retirement, <laughs> but um I think cuz wave the white flag just doesn't Yeah,
0: it's like too,
1: wave, wave doesn't the yeah, that's oh god, it just you ran away. It?
0: I mean, <laughs> you know, he's fighting still because his record was one and no. You made a guy go one and no, retire after his first fight. Uh,
3: yeah, I know. Um, he was out of commission, he retired, he came in and made a debut and retired. Like, dude, coach, you're not feeling these shots he's throwing. I'm good, I'm not coming back out. You can have this, yeah, one.
2: yeah. yeah. I don't know why they call it retirement after uh, because I, he, I know we ended up continuing to fight, but some re- I guess they call it retirement. I don't know.
1: that's awesome yeah no that's yeah so i mean we're we've been talking to a lot of people just about this stuff i mean it's just do you see it more fight um fight promotions going kind of the way of titan ufc because combat night just had one bellator finally crawled out of their cave that they were hiding in you know do you see more actually starting to hold events you know quicker now that they realize hey we can do this without having to you know without everybody just getting sick as soon as they show up
2: um yeah i hope so i hope more promotions start um putting on events during this time you know i think there is a safe way to do it i think there's a you know a smart and safe way to do this so um as long as they follow protocols follow the laws i don't see a problem with it you know
1: yeah it's uh one you know we we always joke around we ask people it's like if you thought about bare knuckle boxing yet giving that a try
2: oh of course you know the mma first but you know yep. something on the road uh, I'm, yeah. I'm very open to that you know
1: oh yeah we're that i'm i'm a huge fan after bkfc 11 that one was just i i told a couple people it's just that for me was a shot across mma's bow that they're here to stay and this is yeah, somebody yeah. that's gonna have to be contended with because they you know we here's the thing where the average joe can just hot, you know climb through the ropes and go toe to toe you know with each other you know you don't have to train seventy hours a week and be in peak physical condition to survive yeah. a round thing you can actually go in there and just just throw hands
2: yeah and they do have don't they they do have some high level fighter, fighters too though right mm-hmm. yeah they do yeah. and that's what I said there's yeah. some but
1: it's just you saw like on that one there's a couple guys they weren't in peak shape but they actually put on a fairly decent fight fight really? that's yeah for me I was just like see this is like where the average person could relate. It's like, Oh my God, there's a guy that looks just like me in the thing. It's like, oh, I can do this.
2: Yeah. No, I love the idea of it. You know, I love the idea of bare knuckle. You know um, there's some things that um, when you put a glove on things change in like in a real fight. So I love the idea of the, the pure form of combat, you know, no gloves, you know, I love the idea. So who do you want to fight next? Um, whoever, I just want to fight, you know.
1: <laughs> so, you know, there's no, there's no, you know, I got to get somebody off my list, like a rematch, or no, you know, like if you want to fight him him again, down. like
2: you know, just line them up, I'll knock them down. That's all, you know. <laughs> you hey, That's you amazing. got like you said, Mickey Gall
1: says, you know, it's just it's like bring him on, he's just going to keep mowing, mowing through him as soon as like, put him in the cage with
2: him. Yeah, bring him on, we're going to get to the best, regardless. Bring on,
3: you know, That's- you got Danny, he's going to get to the best. I
2: know. So. Thanks, bro.
1: Now, do you fight most – do you try to keep most of your fights up there in the New Jersey area In um, that
2: kind of area, or are you, are you willing to travel wherever you need to go? I'm willing to travel wherever I need to go, you know, especially during, you know, the time we're in right now because um, who knows when Jersey's get open, Jersey or PA or New York's going to open back up. So I'm definitely – especially now I'm willing to travel. It is nice having my my family come, you know, watch me fight. They don't have to travel. Across the country or anything, so it is nice having them there, uh, be able to you know watch me and you know hang out with them after the fight. But um, if if I need to travel, which you know I'm going to have to, um, I'm I'm always open to it.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah. No. So when are you gonna come down to Florida, man? We got to get that one lined up so
2: that way we can actually watch it.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, soon, soon. It might be soon. It might be during the COVID. You know, Um, if uh, if I get an offer, you know, I'll come flat hop on a jet come fight down there for sure
1: there there you go yeah because we it's one of those just being in this where everybody we've talked to it's like you know man the orlando area is huge it's like let's get let's try to get some event here in the orlando area Oh yeah. one i mean i want to i'm willing to travel but it's one of the things when everything that's close to us is like three hours if i can get something that's like half hour away from me i'll be there you know like to bring bring my son but it's a lot harder for me like if it's a three and a half four hour drive It's got to take a lot more planning for me to, you know, pull the trigger and go into that one.
2: Yeah, Orlando's great, man. People will come down. You know, people will fly in to watch fights in Orlando. There's so much to do there, you know. People will come from all over the place to watch fights there. Yeah, they're starting to do it too. Are they? Yeah, that's great. That's great. Orlando's a great place, you know. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, when you get down
1: here, like I said, we're definitely, you know, we'll have to have you over
2: and have a chair. If you drink beer, we'll have to have a beer.
1: I'll have a beer with you guys. Have yeah, yeah, a nice little beer summit with you.
2: That's that's for sure. But for sure. I'll have a beer with you guys anytime.
1: Perfect. But hey, LJ, I mean myself, man, I just I wanna appreciate you coming back on for sure. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. It's we were we were so happy when you're like when you were apologizing to us. It's like, man, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, dude, you don't have to apologize. We feel terrible that you you know, yeah, you man. had to go through this.
2: It's all good. Was it my computer? Is that what's happening, was it only mine or we,
1: we didn't know what it was because there would be times like you'd be just fine and we could hear And then all of a sudden like you couldn't hear us. And then all of a sudden you would freeze up, but you could hear us. Yeah. Crazy.
2: Yeah. yeah. But, um, we so just we had, so, got it going.
3: Yeah. So are you still, so are y'all still technically training or are all gyms still shut down in your area? I mean, no,
2: professional is, athletes are allowed to train. So, um, nice. us professionals are training. Um, uh, we're doing what we can keeping groups small but um but we're training you know professionals are allowed to train so we're good the joke you go. the keys
1: left under the mat so we can go check on the gym <laughs> and make sure everything is okay
3: do you, <laughs> you, do you wipe see it it out <laughs> Do you see any possible opponents for UFC that may be a good match? I mean, you say just line them up, you'll knock them down. But do you see any opponents that you have a feeling that you may meet on the UFC undercard or coming into UFC? Do you know anybody that you may end up meeting with? Um,
2: You know, I have a lot of uh, guys, you know, I'd love to fight in UFC. Um, But um, I, I can't really name a name right now. You know what I mean? That's uh. It's hard to predict. You know what I mean? It's hard to say who they'll put me against, this and that. But um, I'll definitely be fighting the, the top guys, the best names in the lightweight division for sure within the next five years, easily.
1: So, LJ, where do people catch Maverick? You know, to, uh, you're going to watch these, you know, for pay per view, or where can we watch the next fight when it gets lined
2: up? Um, Depending on, who, um, you know, where the fight is, or um, I'll keep them updated on Instagram. You guys can follow me on Instagram at uh, uh, mm-hmm. LJ Raboli, LJ. Uh, R E B O L I. Uh, I'll keep you updated with my fights. You know, let you know. Um, depending on the promotion, I'm not su- sure with the COVID who I'll be fighting for. You know, it's crazy times right now. So,
1: yeah. okay. um, well, we, we're definitely going to be watching for you. And so, like I said, please plug plug your gyms, plug your sponsors. Well, you know, real quick, your- you forgot our your
0: favorite question from number one oh, fan too.
1: Yeah. You know, yep. When you're not cutting weight,
0: you're just relaxing after the fight. What's your favorite ice cream?
2: Oh, my favorite ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um just a uh, chocolate ice cream, chocolate sprinkles on a cone. That's my, <laughs> yeah. my favorite ice cream with some gummy bears. That's my favorite. Gummy That's what I tell the
1: guy. They give me a hard time for vanilla. And I'm like, you can put anything on it. You know, chocolate's about the same way. You can put all these toppings on there. You can't go wrong.
2: Yeah, yeah. You can't go yeah. wrong. You can't go wrong with an ice cream ever. That's right. All right, so plug away, sir. All right. Um, my gym, Gracie, New Jersey. It's in wow. Lebanon. Um you know, um, just follow me on Instagram and uh, follow my career, and uh I appreciate that, you know. yeah,
1: yeah Definitely. And everybody, like I said, we'll post up their um, link so that everybody can follow you on Instagram. And, like, we will be following. We look forward to seeing this next fight because, you know, everything that we've seen, from her, like I said, man, your buddy's not, not kidding. You're yeah. exciting to watch on those matches. Yeah. Man. Those have been phenomenal.
2: Thanks guys, appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. you guys' support, and uh, I'd love to come back on again. Uh, just let oh, me know. Uh, I'll okay. come back on. For yeah, sure. we're
1: always in need from time to time. We'll need guest hosts, you know, to come on and just you know help us out, you know, because like I said we're not, we don't pretend to be the pros. We just like to you know have fun, just talk with people, and just kind of do it our style. So.
2: Awesome, yeah, you guys are great. Uh, message well, me anytime and come on.
1: Awesome, right. thank you. Sounds great, man. Have a great night, and we will talk soon.
2: Great, you too, guys. Have a good one.
3: All right, thank you.
1: All right. Peace. Perfect. Last well, this episode was brought to you by Broadspeard Care. Premium quality beard oil handcrafted by master. I don't know. What do you call it? A beardologist? Uh, beard oil yeah, a yeah. What we, you know, what we nicknamed the Willy Wonka beard oil. Go to hey, bratsbeardcare.com. Use promo code Three and that's what the capital B, and you're going to save 20% off your entire order, and you always get free shipping with Kelly. We can't speak highly enough about the stuff. We even worked with him, and we have our own signature oil blend. And so if you buy that, not only are going to support him, you're also going to support us, and we really appreciate that. Nanny Cakes, Nancy Burke, go to Nanny Cakes 407 on Facebook or give her a call at 407-923-2898 in central florida area especially kind of orlando east it's going to be the easiest way to get a cake from her and we i'm just sorry folks i'm reading the comments here i was trying to keep a straight face david thanks for watching sir uh no so check us out threebeardspodcast.com go to patreon.com forward slash threebeardspodcast become a member there and you're also when you become a member, every time we come out with a new sticker, you're going to get one of those. And we've got some ideas, we just need the patrons to give them to. So you know, you do that, you can help us out there and give us some support, help us upgrade stuff as we need it. Go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel, help us get to 100. So we can change that link. But most of all, just so you can see these videos whenever you want to. So thanks, everybody, for watching. LJ, I really appreciate you coming on again, sir. That was a great time. You guys have a great time. We will talk later, everybody. Stay safe. Good night.